Well, hi there. You remember me? I bet you hardly do. <laughs> I barely remember doing a podcast every day, but apparently I'm supposed to. So let's get to it right now. We're going to uh, talk a lot about a lot of stuff, and we're going to do it with Gord. So join us in just about two minutes. We'll be back with Gord Strain here on Is It Just Me? What's going on, my man? How are you doing, my friend? I'm a lot better now. How are you? Good. Good. What's uh, going on? Um, not a hell of a lot. I've been in and out of the hospital, obviously, because there was that thing going on. And uh, <laughs> then uh, one of my first nights out, I had my phone charging at uh, Insight, and it got stolen. Oh, Jesus. It Christ. was literally like six feet from me. And it was someone I see and help every day, and it's very, very annoying. Um, I don't know who it was. Insight has it on camera, but they won't tell me who it was for good reason. Yeah. Um, so I scraped together enough to get buy a phone off a friend of mine. He didn't tell me it didn't have a battery. <laughs> what a dick. Um, so I finally ran around East Van, hunted down a battery, um, had to sell drugs to pay for it. Um, I do what you gotta do. Got the battery and the goddamn thing needed a pin number to, to open it. Oh, for fuck's sake. And of course the guy I bought it off was nowhere to be found to tell me this pin number is so. I finally figured out how to do a factory reset on it and, and get it going. Um, right. And then I had to uh, sell my guitar to buy a SIM card. Oh, no. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I can buy another one for the exact same price. I got $20 more for it than I paid for it, brand new, so. That's not bad. Yeah, I can't, I can't really complain about that. <laughs> and they've got like 10 more in the store, so I can go back okay. and... So I go back and get it, and I, I'm up 20 bucks. So that's a good thing that happened. That is, that, that does um, work out. <laughs> that's about it. That's all. You, you know, there's been no podcast. There's been nothing. And I haven't even been able to get to a computer to, like, be on Facebook, except for the one message I sent you. Oh, shit, eh? Um, so, yeah, no one's heard a word from me. I've just been off the grid completely for a week. Wow. It's been hell. <laughs> it yeah, really sucks. I have to admit, I have been not enjoying. Uh, I've, well, I've been missing our, our conversations. I, I miss you. I miss you, buddy. Yeah, I miss you too. Well, and, and I'm sure our listening public does as well. Because yeah, uh, I haven't checked the stats, but I'm sure they're down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a tad. <laughs> we did pick up a new listener, though. By the way. Oh, excellent. Yeah, one of the guys that I work with. He, um, we were talking. We were talking about it, and uh, he did a search for it and he found it right away and he says, okay, he says, I'm going to, he says, I'm going to check you guys out. I'm like, cool. I said, Listen to the backlog. I said, we'll be into it. We'll be into a new episode soon. So Yeah. And here we are. And we'll be, and there'll be uh, new ones popping up on Spreaker uh, in the interim because I feel bad for not being around. Yeah. So I'll do a whole bunch of stuff. I don't really have an intro uh, even prepared for tonight. I didn't actually think this was all going to work out. It's just been in the last, well, since I texted you, you were the first one. Obviously, um, I texted you from London Drugs as I was inserting the SIM card, going, this is working! 
<laughs> it's working. It's working. Yay, podcast. <laughs> well, it's just been one thing after another. Come on. Yeah, it certainly has. It's like every time I get it's so close. Um, but yeah, no, I actually have two phones because I had to buy one to get the battery out of to put in the one that, uh, funny enough, doesn't charge. So I have to take the battery out, put it in another phone to charge it, and then take it out and put it in the one I've set up for myself. It's great. Good, so good time. Just use the one that, why not just use the one that you bought? Because it's doing something weird and won't set up properly. Oh, fuck. What a pain, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just a... It's just a gong show. I am not made for this kind of crap, obviously. <laughs> no. um, One big fucking stressful bullshit after another. Really is. Uh, enough about me. I'm not going to do an intro this time around because I've got nothing prepared. Um, okay. So we'll just say we're into it now. How have you been? What's going on with you? Um, I've been I've been good. Um, just been uh, working. I got a new job offer. Very nice. Which is good. Um, so I will be working for the Brick Mattress Store. Oh, with your buddy. Yeah, uh, but um, I won't be in town. I actually have to drive an hour out of town to get to it now. Holy crap. But, yeah, for the first three months. Uh, anyways, I got to go out there for my sort of training and initial setup. Um, the interesting thing about it is that they're... It's almost the exact same thing as when I worked for the uh, knife company, um, because when I started there, they gave me a store that had never produced a profit in six years, never made budget in five years. Um, you know, it was just basically they're setting me up to fail, and then I, well, took over the industry. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is basically the same thing. The difference is, is they have a high volume of people but nobody can seem to close a deal. I see. Now, is that because of the economy, that people don't have the money, or is it just poor salesmanship? Well, that's what I'm going in to find out, because, um, like, face it, you walk into a mattress store expecting to spend money. I mean, like, you know, when you walk into a mattress store, uh, like a, a specialty mattress store, which is what this is, you're expected to go in there to drop at least a thousand bucks on a bed. Yeah, nobody window shops at a mattress store. No, exactly. Like you're going in there for very specific reasons, and I'm pretty much seeing them. what I'm betting is that I'm I'm assuming because this is a commission based job, like my my we if I don't make any sales, you know how much I get paid every other week? No, I I don't know how that. No, three hundred dollars every two weeks. Every two weeks. Wow. Yeah, that's if I make no money. And on top of that, if I also don't make any money for like say say for like a week, I don't make any money. Um, then they pay me the the hundred and fifty bucks a week, but then as soon as I make money, they take the hundred fifty bucks back. Oh, good. So that's the way that sort of game gets played. So, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's fucked on that end but the whole point of the game is to not have to rely on that money because i mean face it 300 bucks every other week will won't even cover gas for two weeks no i was just gonna say that uh, 300 uh, that 150 dollars a week uh that that covers nothing at all no nothing um My insurance is 110 <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um 
Yeah, that's not even a good drug habit. <laughs> no, that's a terrible uh, habit. Oh, wow. I mean, technically, it's a good drug habit. If you only do $150 a week in drug habit, then it's not much of a habit. So That's true. <laughs> it's more of a weekend party favor. <laughs> you know, it really is uh, disgusting how things have changed in 20 years. Cause just 20 years ago, I was living very comfortably on $10 an hour in a, yeah. a two-bedroom apartment uh, with another guy. Uh, we were doing really well for ourselves. Yeah, and now you're getting paid under 20 bucks an hour. You can't even fucking survive. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really sad. I remember our rent was 525 for a giant... I, it had to be 1,000 square feet at least. Like, it was a wow. nice-sized apartment. Um, the bedrooms were twice as big as my room at the Bourbon was. Um, <laughs> and laundry and everything included. It was 525 and And now, 20 years later, that, that same apartment would be... Three thousand dollars, I would imagine. Yeah, well, um, and I don't know why Ontario is not that much better. No, Ontario, pretty much, we're almost on par. With, yeah, with BC. Um, in that one place I was living at with uh, myself, Kaylee, Allie, and Lucas, when we were living in that one apartment, it was a two-bedroom apartment, six hundred and twenty square feet. Yeah. And it was $1,800 a month, and that included nothing. Yeah, no, that apartment uh, would have fit in our kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. In the place that I had in Kelowna. Uh, just pathetic the way things are going. And it's cooling off, so they say, but that doesn't mean it's going to go down any. That just means it's going to stop where it is for a little while. But that doesn't make it any better because wages aren't going anywhere. No. Um, out here, um, the market is starting to drop a little bit um some houses have started to slightly drop in value um like a place that say six months ago was appraised for say eight hundred fifty thousand is now going for like 780 760 right so basically where it should be well it's nowhere near where it should be i mean jesus the fucking townhouse that i have with my ex-wife we bought that place for 209 and the people like around the air were freaking out because like, holy shit, they went for over 200. We're like, wow, like, we just paid the most anybody's ever paid in history for any of those townhouses. And five years later, it was worth just under $600,000. That's insanity. <laughs> we could have doubled our money on that place or tripled our money technically. We could have walked away with 200 grand each. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's all fake. It's all you know, those houses aren't worth that. No, God no. Uh, oh fuck no. That's the part that amazes me that, that people are buying into this fallacy. None of it is real. Yeah. And God forbid you pay seven hundred thousand dollars for something, and then a whole big fat dose of reality hits the world. That thing's yep. gonna drop four times in value overnight. Well, there was a guy. Uh, there's a. I can't think of the name of the guy. There's a documentary on him. Um, he was, like, unbelievably rich. Um, I can't remember what his business was. Um, but uh, he was, I mean, just billions of dollars he had. So he was in the middle of making, building, the world's most expensive house, which had a value of, at the time, of $100 million. Right. And it was just, I mean... <laughs> This house was beyond ridiculous. You know when your house is that have like a bowling alley, but it's oh, yeah. just like a, a, a two lane? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he had a ten lane. 
Yeah, I can. I can. We have a couple of houses like that around here. Uh, Chip Wilson, obviously, the most expensive house in uh, Vancouver. Is it's uh, I think it's around sixteen million. Like nothing, nothing around a hundred million. But he's got some extravagant things in there. Yeah, so a hundred million, you can just imagine. Now, during the filming of this documentary, the that was when the housing market, that was when the market crashed. Oh wow! And this guy lost everything. Um. It was to the point where his his wife, oh God bless this woman, is is amazing. You know, so pampered for so long, she forgot what reality was like. So she goes to a uh, a Hertz rental car because they had to fly economy for the first time ever, and she was like pissed that she wasn't taking a private jet, right? Oh, I think I might have car. heard of this. And she goes into Hertz, and it's so good because she gets she gets the car. Like rents a car and she goes, well, what's the driver's name? And he goes, and the guy just goes, what? He goes, what's the driver's name? And he says her name. She's like, no, I know that's my name, but what's the what's the name of the driver? He goes, you're driving the car. She's like, I had to drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you pampered bitch. <laughs> you hurt, yeah. honey. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I believe I've heard that. I, I, someone else has told me about that that particular segment. That's just awesome. <laughs> it was it was a really. It was really interesting to watch because, like, I mean, like, they just, like, the, the guy, he knew what he was in for. Like, he knew he was screwed. But the wife, she just couldn't comprehend it. She's like, no, no, no. We're worth this. He's like, yeah, no, we're not worth anything right now. Like, they literally went from having billions in the bank to having something like a few hundred grand left over. That's- in a matter of a year. Like, it took no time for them to go from ridiculously rich to all of a sudden their variation of extremely poor. Right. Which, and I'm still thinking if I had a couple hundred grand in the bank, I'd be pretty fucking happy right now. But I'm thinking the exact same thing. I'm actually on Hastings right now uh, looking to buy a speaker so the rest of the world can hear you. <laughs> and, uh, I'm thinking about five dollars. <laughs> which will be... I, I don't know what I have on me at the moment. Um, six. Six dollars. <laughs> Six dollars. There we go. Five is well within my budget. <laughs> and that's extravagant living for me. I've, I've got a Bluetooth speaker, but you won't work on Bluetooth. And uh, the cord, I can't plug it in. It won't. Oh, that is it won't work for some reason. Just because it's mine is really why. Yeah, that's, that's just it. <laughs> if anybody else, it'd be fine. That's just the way it goes. Um, I have no idea what's going on in the news, um, other than houses are ridiculously expensive, and I'll never buy one. Um, no, no, I'll, it's, it's not, I'll be renting the rest of my life from this point on. I came close in Calgary to considering it, um, which was the last time I could have possibly ever afforded something like that. And, uh, yeah, never again. No. Nah. I mean, something pretty awesome would have to happen in order for me to build a house at this stage of the game. Yeah, well, we we might start making Joe Rogan money any day now. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah, the check's in the mail. And uh, <laughs> if that happens, I'll buy a house for sure. Yeah. Uh, if that happens, Aaron, I'll buy you a fucking house. How about that? <laughs> you know what? I At this point, I kind of I think I want to go the Nardo DiCaprio way and just live out of hotels for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's what he does. He, he gets a room at the whatever. Like it's not like a hotel like we think of. It's no. you know. It's, it's a, like um, 
when I when a, just before I moved out here, I uh, I wanted to treat a friend to a weekend away and have like a, just a good time for a couple of days. So I I called up because this is before Trump was a complete and utter dick, and I I called the Trump Hotel to say, hey, I want to fucking stay at the best. So how much for a room? And they're like, well, how long are you staying? I'm like, oh, it's gonna go on for the weekend. They're like, yeah, no, no, we don't do that. I'm like, you're a hotel. And they're like, yeah, no, we do like six month intervals. Like this is for no, this this isn't for you. I'm like, right. oh. Like they wouldn't even let me rent a room for like a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> right. I did well, that's the, the type of place that Leonardo DiCaprio stayed. I did the Fairmont Vancouver, the Hotel Vancouver on Georgia, uh, one yeah. time with a girlfriend. It was four hundred and nine dollars a night. <laughs> um, it was awesome. It was a great weekend. But it was an eight hundred nine. Yeah, and that came, it was just amazing. <laughs> Like, the room is just ridiculous. The service you get. Like, we pretended we were rich. We didn't tell them who we really were. Um, no, no, they don't need to know that much. But there was uh, champagne in the room because it was our anniversary. They got her roses. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, it was just a fantastic night. And there was a, it was, uh, it's the ninth floor. It's called the gold floor. And it's got a no- Only people that are staying on the ninth floor are allowed on the ninth floor. Oh, that's a, uh, yeah, uh, swipe card access. Yeah, and there's an elevator that uh, you need your swipe card to activate the elevator. That's cool. And you just feel like such a pimp walking through the lobby. Yeah. And it was actually, ironically, it was Gregor Robertson's uh, inauguration party was in the lobby oh, that night. Really? Uh, <laughs> so I got to go to that. <laughs> I was going to say, you must have got uh, a invite for it because you're staying on the, on the right floor. Well, of course. I mean... Uh, and there's an honor bar, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's a bar. You just go in and pour your drinks. Oh, wow. And you sign. at uh, When you're done, at the end of the night, you sign as you're leaving, and they, the drinks are charged to your room. But you just got to say, you got to be honest about how much you drank. Exactly. And I wasn't, and they knew. So I don't know how. No, yeah. I guess they must weigh the bottles or something. I don't know. Yeah, they probably don't really give that much of a shit. Well, no, they probably do. <laughs> but I, I, I tried to steal a couple ounces of scotch, and it was on the bill in the morning. So, yeah, but it's one of those ones that, like, uh, the the mini bar in your room, everything is censored. As soon as you touch it, you're charged for it. <laughs> you can't even leave through it. <laughs> no, no. You you got to know what you want. And thank God it had a sign and warned me. Yeah. So I, I didn't because it, it literally it's as bad as they as they make fun of on TV. You know, it's like fourteen dollar chocolate bars and ridiculous things. <laughs> I guess they plan they plan for you to get loaded in the honor bar and go uh, be drunk enough to pay that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> leaving through it. I got the munchies all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is absolutely something I would do. So. <laughs> Now that I'm, stayed at, I'm trying to think of the name of the hotel. It's one of those high-end hotels. Uh, there's one in Vancouver as well. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Um, damn, because I, I like to get shut out because they were, they were, it was a really nice hotel. I only had one disappointment. If I had paid an extra $35 a night, I would have gotten like almost twice the size, but I didn't, I didn't realize that because I thought I was getting the big room when I, ran, when I got it. Because I was paying almost three hundred dollars a night alone for that, and wow. it was—I mean, it was a beautiful room. It was really nice. It was—it's uh, it's just really nice. But I, I wanted like the the full-on jacuzzi, spa, bathroom, and shower with like eight fucking shower heads, and 
but I didn't yeah, get it. Course. That's not what I ended up getting. I was really disappointed in the end of it, but uh, gorgeous hotel. And my God, they treated me like royalty the whole time I was there. It was fantastic. I fucking loved it. The only time I got uh, not treated well was when we pulled up into my uh, Toyota Previa. Uh, the valet came out to park it, and I looked him dead in the eye and dead serious. I said, I've counted every penny in that ashtray, pal. That's great. Not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm surprised he didn't leave you $10 in it. You know what I mean? (laughs) The pennies are cute. Here's a 10. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think they even knew what pennies were. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Now I'm walking down quietly talking functional phone that's recording our podcast. Every other guy here is selling a phone right now. Yeah. Where the hell have you been all week? Right? <laughs> Pricks. It's probably one of those things where they sit back going, hey, I hear that Eric needs a phone. Yeah, okay, everybody hide him. <laughs> I guarantee my phone will be on sale right here in the next day or two. Oh, yeah, probably. Really, all I need is the SD card out of it now. I did. Uh, I do have uh, posters all over the neighborhood. Reward, $50 if you return the phone, $100 if you bring me the guy who took it. <laughs> uh, no takers yet. No takers yet. That's surprising. You think somebody would have did that for 100 bucks? Yeah, that's how I got my headphones back one time. Yeah, exactly. I just went out on the street. I said, I got 100 bucks for anyone who brings me the guy who's got my headphones. And 15 minutes later, a guy walked up. Uh, I didn't take them, but uh, here... <laughs> <laughs> Do I get hundred bucks? Nope. Nope. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get read the fine print. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with being nice. And funny enough, I got a job offer too. I have a meeting tomorrow at nine AM <coughs> because my social worker thinks I'd be a good social worker. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be good, 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 good fun. This could be fantastic. She wants me to be a peer support worker, and we're doing the application together tomorrow to make sure I don't screw it up. <laughs> because as a really good peer supporter, you think that'd be a big concern, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, she thinks I'd be fantastic at it. She, uh, I, We had a big meeting about it last week. Um, and you know, she was, she was asking me what, what I do for work and what would I like to do for work? And she said, uh, about half an hour into our meeting, she said, would you consider working for Atira, which is, uh, uh, they're kind of like Portland hotel society or, or, uh, uh, rain city, you know, these companies that they're, they're just help people on the downtown East side, uh, get their shit yeah. together. And, yeah. uh, she said, would you consider working for someone like that? And I, yeah, of course. Oh, so I well, consider working for anybody. Great, because I think you'd be just perfect for this, and you've got post-secondary education. It doesn't matter what it's in. <laughs> okay, well, clearly. <laughs> and she's got her lovely Sprott Shaw diploma, you know, scotch tape to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's laminated with nothing. It's <laughs> just more tape. <laughs> <laughs> And she thinks I'd be great. So we're going to try that out. And I could end up being a social worker here in the helping the people, giving to those who take. Which would be interesting because it wouldn't be that much of a difference between being mayor. <laughs> no, not at all. I just get to sit on the other side of the desk. 
yeah, exactly. um, part of the time. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of perks come with it, too. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, just easier access to uh, housing and, and stuff, um, which yeah, is absolute bullshit that, uh, you know, just because I might get this job, then I get first dibs on the better housing. That's not right. The way the world works, unfortunately. It is the way the world works, and uh, frankly, I'm here to take advantage of it, and she encourages me to do just that. Because I, I said, you know, for the last two months, I haven't really tried to utilize the services you guys offer. She's like, oh, no, do it. <laughs> take, what are you thinking? Take what you get. And it's, yeah. it is one of those situations where they're budgeted. Uh, based upon the people they helped the year before, right? So the more they spend, the more they get the next year. So she's like, absolutely, take advantage of everything. Take as much as you can, because then you get more. And this is why our government's failing. <laughs> it's not how it's supposed to work. Wow. But I, and I, rather than to try to bring it down from the inside out, I'm just going to take full advantage of it while I can and... And do some good for others, because I'm a giver. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and get a cushy $1,600 apartment for 300 a month. <laughs> uh, very nice apartments down here. They're brand new. They're not lived in. They're not previously lived in. They're brand fucking new. That's just unreal. And uh, they're giving them, if you're on welfare, you pay 375 a month. If you work, you pay one-third of your income, which uh, isn't bad. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, hell, there's a stretch there. I was paying 50, 55% of my income was going just to, just to rent. Yeah, no, here it's a maximum of one-third, but you have to make a minimum of 30000 a year. So that works out to about 900 a month, roughly. No, no, no. It works out to more than that because I was getting paid like 28000 a year when I worked for House of Knives, and I was getting paid like over 17 bucks an hour. Yeah. That was 14 I was making $2,200 a month. Yeah, I, and making th uh, thirty grand a year is about 20 bucks an hour. 20 bucks an hour. And, uh, that, and uh, your, your rent would be 900 a month, which on a one-bedroom apartment in... The heart of downtown Vancouver is ridiculous. It's a sixteen hundred dollar apartment. You get it for nine, though. That's crazy. If you don't qualify for the BC Housing Low Income Program, then you pay sixteen hundred. Wow, I just don't even know what to say about that. So that's insane. I probably shouldn't be uh, divulging all this. So I'm gonna just go <laughs> ahead and shut up and uh, <laughs> delete the last ten minutes of this podcast. And just say, uh, yeah, I'm going to get a job somewhere at a place I can't talk about and get some stuff from it. <laughs> yeah, we really need to think sometimes before we speak. <laughs> well, that's not really the point of the show. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> we're, not, we're not CBC or NPR here. We're not think before you speak kind of radio. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You you want to go to your like your CKNWs for thinking before you speak something chorus radio network they'll they'll they do the thinking before they're speaking yeah yeah no yeah not so much with us no <laughs> no and I'm I'm 
I'm okay that with that. Completely fuck our entire show. It kind of would, really. I mean, we it's... would lose every bit of content we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead to edit out all the stuff that we're going to say. Our con- our podcast would be about a minute and a half long if it was a three hour podcast. We want a minute and a half long of us just going and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be my intro followed by us uh, saying goodbye to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Still a damn good uh, show, I'd say. Right? <laughs> oh, we'd be ranking in the listeners then, wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, probably at about the rate we are now. <laughs> and yeah, I, I did notice our, our last episode. Oh, I never get tired of that every episode. Um, our, uh, our last one got five listens on Anchor, and not, not one of them is me. I, I didn't listen to it even when I uh, was posting it so that's good someone's listening five people are listening hello five listeners um or one guy listened five times either way i'm i'm good with it <laughs> yeah that's that's cool it's still got five listens that's okay that's uh not getting us the the numbers i'm hoping for but you know it would help if i did it more than once a week my five <laughs> nights a week show yeah this last three weeks have been a little uh sporadic at best well there's you know there's uh, some extenuating circumstances luckily (laughs) and uh they're they're legitimate ones for a change Um, yeah yeah it's not just ooh, i forgot (laughs) there there was a man not far from you that got exactly what i got in the exact same way and died very very recently shit really um yeah he didn't go to the hospital he just thought it was you know oh i'm just sick It'll go away. And wow. it didn't. It just killed him. So I'm, I'm, you know, that makes me feel like I, I'm okay for missing the podcast for a week. Uh, because yeah. I could have died. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad. They don't tell you it's that bad until after it's over. No. And well, then I spoke to my mom about it. My mom almost had a fucking heart attack when I told her. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God, is he okay? What's he doing? Tell me he's gone to the hospital. I'm like, well, yeah, he didn't just make it up, Mom. Like, and then they get to the hospital, they told him. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, she was, yeah, she was freaking out. But they made it sound like it was fine. I didn't hear all these bad stories until I was okay. And then all those stories start coming up. Well, you're lucky because... <laughs> oh shit! You've got a kill rate of about sixty-five percent. So you know. Why didn't someone tell me this when I went to the hospital? Well, I guess that's why they don't tell you. <laughs> yeah, because then you'll freak the fuck out. Um, the the hatchet job the doctor did on my face was very unappreciated. Uh, that's all that's left to heal, and it's not going to. I'm just stuck like this now. I look ridiculous. Um, I'll send you a picture. Yeah, please do. Um. Is it going to be your new, like, profile picture for the show? <laughs> uh, could be, because I have a, a funny little story. You know what? I will put it up as the profile picture on the show just for one night yeah, because okay. I went to a place that was offering free haircuts. <laughs> I love where this is going. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> So I said, hey, you know what? I just want it shorter. Go nuts. Yeah. Well, that's a huge mistake. Don't do that, ever. (laughs) I'm assuming they just pulled out the clippers. I've got a wicked pompadour. (laughs) Completely shaved all around and just this 
weird puff on the top of my head. I can't even describe who I, there's no one that looks like me in the world. But the lady was so ecstatic about what she had done. Of course, she doesn't show me a mirror. There's no mirrors in this room until after. <laughs> they do that on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Um, she's playing music. She's dancing around. I forget her name. Uh, it's, oh, I don't know, it's some fruity name anyway. Music, and they give you a coffee. And, uh, she was so happy with it that I couldn't tell her how terrible it was. <laughs> um, and I'm, oh, I'm just funny. now I've just been sporting it for two days just for the comic relief. Really, um, <laughs> it's awful, uh, and it, it could not suit me less. I don't know why she thought this would be a good idea. Um, <laughs> just ridiculous. Oh, that's so, too good. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it up uh, on this this episode, and I'll, I'll text it to you. It's it's something to, it's something to behold with my fucked up face. Um, and my you've become the total package now. I really am. Let's put this to the test. Maybe I can text you one while we're talking here. Um, I'm about to die. God damn it! Uh, I'm gonna have to figure something out. Um, what else is going on in Gord World? Cause I got not much, uh, not much else to go on here tonight. No, um, I I don't have a whole lot going on. Uh, like I said, just the the, the new job, uh, which I'll be starting in the first week of October. So I got a couple of weeks left at this job. Um, um, oh, um, I don't know if um. Oh, I had a chance to talk about this or not. Um, a video had surfaced um, in Toronto um, at a no frills where somebody were at the no frills stores in somewhere in Toronto. Um, they had, uh, <laughs> well, they had their own little corn incident. <laughs> oh, really? They brought out a massive bin of corn. And as soon as the guy moved the forklift away after they dropped the bin, these people mad brushed in. And all you see is the roof of it, like the top, the lid of it gets picked up and thrown out of the way. This is like a three foot by three foot, or even bigger, probably almost four feet um, lid. And it gets thrown like at other people's heads. And as people are going in, all you see is this little old Asian dude making his way towards the corn. And I mean, he's like old, like he can barely walk. And he shuffles his way towards it. And his hand comes out and pushes him back. And the guy goes flying back lands on top of somebody else and then he goes back for more <laughs> that is just awesome is just my god it was something special what is now is ontario and corn i don't even want to tell you um now oh, there you i go. think i mentioned to you that um when i went to uh I went with with uh, with my girlfriend to a friend of hers place. Um, they live out in well, the fucking town somewhere, an hour or so away. Um, while we were there, um, I met her friend's son, um, who literally could actually be my my uh, legitimate illegitimate child. Um, he's tall. He's a big guy, um, and he's got the, very much the same personality as me. Um, outlandishly rude, uh, very outspoken. Uh, loud, big talker, got tons of fun, loved the guy, he's a great dude. Um, we ended up having this, because uh, I ended up telling him the corn story, and we came up with this huge, like, five-hour-long gag <laughs> about corn. And it was, I mean, it was probably one of the best laughs I've had in years. It was such an amazing laugh. It was, 
we absolutely killed the drill, brought it back to life, and just kept killing it. And yeah, right. uh, it was so much fun. It was to the point where we even decided about me getting a tattoo of the word fuck written or made out of corn stalks. Wow. So it would actually be fuck corn. It would be the tattoo. Okay, you've, you've got the picture. I don't know if you can check it while you're telling. I, I fully expect you to get this tattoo and... Uh... And uh, keep well, talking. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get my girlfriend's daughters to uh, to actually design and to actually draw it on me, and try to make it look like some form of like a tattoo and marker. I'm gonna take a picture and say, "Hey, look at the tattoo I just got," <laughs> and send it to them. <laughs> That's awesome. There's a uh, there's actually, of course, an app for that. There is, that's right, there is an app where you can design a tattoo, and take a picture of your body part, and it'll superimpose it on you. It will, yeah. And uh, you can idea. see if you would like that tattoo or not before you get it. Um, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great, it sure is. It, it wouldn't do my idea of getting a tattoo of myself except taller. <laughs> In life-size. My uh, life-size tattoo of myself all over my whole body, of me, but taller. Um, <laughs> the it would app, take one hell of a skilled artist to pull that one off. <laughs> the app didn't do that. <laughs> Dang, I, check, I want to check my phone. Hang on. Yeah, I, can you hear me? I can hear you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen for the laugh from Gord here uh, as he looks at my head. Okay. Oh, yeah. right, I just downloaded the picture. Hang on a second. This is gonna be uh, a, this is gonna be one for the record. Book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, that's amazing. Your face looks fine, by the way. Yeah, it's it's not terrible, but uh, it is pink and and sticking out, and I don't like it. And but I get free cosmetic surgery to deal with it. Like, really, it's just, I mean, really, it all comes down. It's, it's really just your nose, really. Yeah. Yeah, just under, uh, yeah. You, you, almost have a, you, you almost have, like, an old-school black man's nose. Thank you for that. Minus the flared nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> it's just under the nose. I don't know if you, I, I'll send you some more close-up ones. It's, it's. it's uh, just all, it's scars from the uh, cell phone, really. Um, yeah, I'm zooming, I'm zooming in on it now. I can see it, yeah. That's just got to be fixed. It, it it probably looks worse to me than it does to other people just because it's my face. And... <laughs> it's, it's like a bad toupee. Oh, it, right, exactly. And there's no, there's no getting away from it. There's no other way to style it to make it not look like that. It just, it just goes to one side or the other. It's just that. Oh, that is so good. I, uh, I didn't have the heart to tell her how crap it was. Oh, man, I am so glad you sent me that. You just made my night. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I'm glad my misery can entertain. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> that, that pleases oh. me. Oh, yeah. God, my stomach hurts from that. That's really good. That's what a new fan free haircut looks like. Uh, <laughs> And I'll put it on. I'll put it on the uh, episode as the uh, the 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 pick for a little while. 
called the cut or the do. The do. <laughs> do the do. Do the do. <laughs> um, I do have a minor topic that we could we could uh, slightly discuss. Sure, let's get it in quickly. Okay. Um, so um, I am a fan of beer, uh, especially sour beers, and I'm well, I've had just about, like a lot of beer. I'll try and just about anything ten times. Yeah, I'm pretty um, much a pilsner guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe, um, maybe the occasional uh, uh, India Pale Ale done properly. Yeah, yeah, just, I, just, I just can't do that. I just can't do Pale Ale. Um, but one thing I've discovered is that uh, in Ontario, now talking to, as I call them, the locals, even though I'm born and raised out here for my, you know, pretty much almost my entire life, I, just, I still don't fully consider myself an Ontarian anymore. Uh, I still consider myself a... Um, Vancouverite, okay. um, just because I just well, I just I liked it there. I think it's a Vancouver thing. You either do or you don't. And once you're here for a certain length of time, you become a Vancouverite. I, I definitely identify as one, and I'm from nowhere near here either. Yeah. Um. So I've been on the search for because the craft beer market has just started hitting out here. Yeah, we talked about that when you first moved out there. Now, this is good. I'm glad you remember that. So. I'm as we're as we're doing this podcast. I decided I I wanted to have a beer tonight, so I picked up one. Actually, about a couple of weeks ago now, at least I picked up a uh, a little little taster's choice of a few different craft beers, uh, a few sours, a couple of random beers, and I'm having a sour beer now. It's called a dry hop sour. It's by uh, Side Launch Brewing Company. Where the hell are these guys located out of? Um. Collingwood, Ontario, apparently. Um, first of all, they call this a sour beer. What the fuck are they thinking? There's nothing sour about it, really. It's the saddest sour beer ever. It's, it's not a bad beer. It tastes fine, but it's... It, <laughs> man, what a difference. I was showing my mom before I left. Um, I was showing her that there's a... I'm going to do a little plug here because I just love this brewing company out there in, in Vancouver. A uh, company called uh, Storm Brewery. Um, I my favorite place in the world to go for beer, mainly because it's, well, it's free. Well, good. Well, that's always, always a good start. It, you, you can't beat the price. Uh, basically, what they do is they have a tip jar, and you can just go in, you throw some cash in there, you know, throw a five or whatever, and um, they give you a big red Dixie cup, and they one-third fill it with any beer you want. Uh, the Basically, the, the, the setup is uh, six fills, which equals the equivalent of about a full beer, or you kind of guess the equivalent of two full beers. Sure. Um, but uh, they will basically serve you until either you're done or they cut you off from drinking too much. Wow. Um, they every I think it's every week or every other week they change their menu and they have new beer flavors. Oh, cool! They've got some of the most amazing flavors. Hang on, I gotta see if I can. I gotta see if I can fucking access the picture if I have it still on. I used uh, to go to something similar at an annual event in Tennessee called Festive Ale, where you you paid twenty dollars for a glass, and that was the basically the admission fee. And you just take glass around, and various companies got to you got to test out various beers, which is a great concept on its own right, anyways. Oh yeah. 
Okay, so here's a listing of their of their beers. You ready for this? Vanilla Whiskey Stout. Apple Pie Ale. That might have water, Watermelon Pilsner. Yeah, that's good. Dill Pickle IPA. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Gin and Tonic Pilsner. Fantastic. Love it. Pineapple Paradise Pilsner. Yeah, that probably tastes like my urine. Wine Black Pepper IPA. What? No, that might be interesting. That could work. Um, orange Creamsicle Ale. It, nah, it's going to taste like vomit. Um, raspberry Lemonade Pilsner. I hate raspberry in anything. <laughs> that is one I'm quite interested in. Cucumber Jalapeno Pilsner. No, that depends. That could be actually quite nice. It would have a nice little heat kick to it because I've had a, I had a, um, it wasn't, I had a jalapeno infused one there. It wasn't cucumber. It was, uh, what the fuck was it? It was another fruit mixed with a jalapeno. So when you take a drink, you get this really good citrus flip. And, and then all of a sudden you get burned. What's the thing with cucumber? I know there's, yeah, cucumber water is a thing here now. What's the thing with cucumber? I don't know, but what I will say is that there's a cucumber sour beer that you can get at, oh, what the fuck, Tap and Barrel. That's your, uh, that's your produce uh, quiz for the week, because yeah, cucumber has some medicinal thing. People are putting it in water now. It's a thing. Yeah, I don't, I mean. I, I forget what I mean, it does, though. I guess it just gives it. It just gives your water a slightly different water flavor. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 there's something too. There's more of a, you know, people do the rose petal water for some stupid reason too, and uh, and uh, yeah, no, there's a thing to cucumber though. It's good for you for some reason. Yeah, apparently I don't know why, but I know women put it over their eyes when they get facials and stuff. So that's all I know. Yeah, I've never tried that. I couldn't because as soon as I touch a cucumber, I just end up eating the damn thing. Well, yeah, that's, that's the problem. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to figure out the cucumber thing. I want to know. Okay, sorry, carry on. So here's a, now those are all the ones that changed. Their mainstays are, is the damn, Precipitation Pilsner, the Highland Scottish Ale. Oh. Is, is it like McEwen's? I hate that crap. It's, um... It's dark, but not a full stout. Oh, it's got okay. a bit of a smoky flavor to it. It's kind of nice. Okay, I'd give it a try. I, I like a stout, but I can't stand that Scotch ale crap. I'm, I don't mind. Like, I've had the Angry Scotch, which is about as close to a stout as I'm going to get because I'm not a stout guy. Um, the Angry Scotch ale is dark enough that you still get that kind of stouty flavor, but without it being all Guinnessy. Right. See, I like a crown float because I, I think they're neat. So I'll do, yeah. the, I'll do the Guinness for the crown float. You know, if you got a strong bow kicking around. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Those are fun. But it's just for the novelty of the, the two don't mix, and I, it's fun. If you, pour, yeah. if you pour it right, one will sit on top of the other, and it looks neat. But that's the only It's two drinks that no one ever buys on purpose other than to do that with. And then three out of the four cans sit in your closet until the next time you want to do one of those. <laughs> you should buy a six-pack and it lasts you for fucking three years. They will. They literally will. 
It's like uh, if you ever bought a cheap tequila, then you will pull it out on Cinco de Mayo for the next 25 years, and that's <laughs> it. Exactly. And you do one shot, you remember why you don't drink it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that stuff is so terrible. <laughs> uh, remember, remember Adam from Bed Bath? Uh, of course. Fucking that guy loved his tequila, man. Holy <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he, you ever, if you ever go drinking with that man, expect to polish off half, at least half a bottle of tequila when you're at the bar. I seem to remember stories. I never had the pleasure. He was gone shortly after I started. Oh, fuck. I got drunk with him a couple times. <laughs> One time I was even playing on drinking, and as soon as Adam showed up, it was just, let's have a shot. Tequila. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> I thought the, uh, the the picture of our friend on his road trip was pretty awesome. The Forrest Gump picture. Did you see that? I did. How cool oh, was his that? His pictures have been amazing. And his stories that go along with it, the little descriptions of all the places he's going to, and oh, fuck, I've been loving them. What a great trip. We should, we should have a Bed Bath reunion of the cool guys from Bed Bath. <laughs> like, get, get out of Like, people who don't work there anymore. <laughs> Well, that's why they're cool, because they don't want their... Exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll get him and Adam, and uh, that pretty much wraps up my list, but I'm sure you have a couple much. more. Yeah. Well, when we get the four of us, we're pretty much set. Um, <laughs> ah, we can invite the little guy around if he wants to come. He, actually, speaking of which, he's been, he's very active on Instagram, him. Um, they're really active, and he's been going out trying going to different little pubs and bars and having all types of different beers. And uh, I've been quite interested in following him lately because yeah. I'm just like, wow, I, I wish I could be doing all those things. It looks like a lot of fun. Interesting. I, I don't do the Instagram. I should, but I don't. I've got like three accounts. <laughs> and I just I, don't um, check them. I don't. Uh, actually, there's a, I be, through Instagram, I found a tattoo shop uh, not very far from me. Uh, that does some of the most absolutely amazing artwork I've ever seen. Really? It's a company called Requiem Tattoos. Requiem Tattoos. And they are, the, the photorealism style stuff that this guy can, one of the artists can do, holy yeah. Really? That stuff always amazes me. He did a tattoo of C-3PO that legit looks like C-3PO to the point of polished, the polished fucking metal on him actually has the real shine to it. There's a Japanese artist who does pencil sketches that way. They look like photographs. Yeah. Um, but they're pencil sketches. They're just incredible. That's incredible. I've fallen in love with this artist. Because every time he posts, he goes, yeah, I just worked on this one. I'm like, oh, my God, that's the sickest thing I've ever seen. That's really cool. Wow. Oh, I'll be here posting my art and see how, how I compete. <laughs> I mean, I love your art. I am. I'm a big fan of your art, but Jesus, man. I mean, the quality that this one, these guys can do nowadays, it's... It's pretty uh, intense. And I'm, 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 I'm almost partially disappointed with the fact that I'm half covered in the tattoos now. So I'm like, I would love to start getting some of this new artwork by these guys, but the prime spots are taken. Now i got to work on the offshoot areas. And I kind of want to go the opposite direction and uh, just start really doing like crayon pictures of stick men and see how well they catch on. Because I'm sure there's a, someone will see the beautiful irony in it, think it's some grand statement that it isn't, and make it famous. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love when people in the art community latch on to something that was intended as a joke and 
It's just <laughs> completely lost on them. Well, years ago, I mean, this was a fucking long time. This was like at least 10 years ago. Ontario, the, the ROM, the Royal Ontario Museum, they paid $1.2 million for a painting. And all it is is just a half of the canvas is white, the other half is red. Yes, I'm aware of it. Yeah. And it was and the Toronto Sun had this amazing contest for anybody ages six or under to send in their rendition of it. And some of the renditions were were exactly spot on. Yeah. And it's like, wow, one point two million dollars this fucking place paid for it. Well, Vancouver did the same thing for that. I, I don't know if you recall the stairway. Or, or the, the sidewalk that goes to nowhere? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, that was roughly that same amount. It was over a million dollars for an in, for an incomplete sidewalk. Oh, there was uh, some sort of art statement that meant something to someone, but no one here could figure it out. I would love to get a hold of a bank seat at some point. That would be fucking dope. Uh, like, like to own one? Yeah, to actually like find one of his artworks and rip out a wall <laughs> which people have done oh i'm sure toronto, toronto had a banksy gallery set up here where they really? had a bunch of his artwork on on like on display and one motherfucker went in and stole one of the artworks <laughs> uh. and it was a big piece it wasn't like some little one he could tuck under his arm it was like a big piece he had to like legit try to carry out and he walking guy he got away with it that's insane. Art, art heists always baffle me. Because, number one, I don't get how you sell it. You know, if it's oh, a famous... private collectors. If, if it's a famous art... But how do you... I just, you have to be part of a world that I don't understand to be able yeah. to buy and sell these things. That's why I don't do heists. <laughs> yeah, because I, just, I, just, I don't have the connections for that. That's, that's the reason. That's the only thing holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> I got the balls to pull off the job. I don't oh. know if I got the skills. <laughs> no, I'd be the guy with a suitcase full of diamonds walking around. Hey, anybody want to buy some diamonds? I got diamonds here. <laughs> They're legit, really. <laughs> suitcase full of real diamonds. <laughs> and of course, there's six other guys on Hastings trying to sell diamonds. <laughs> no, I swear, mine are real. I did a heist. I wonder if uh, I wonder if at Hastings, if people try to sell chunks of ice as diamonds in the winter. <laughs> I would imagine they do. People will sell anything on Hastings. I have, I, you would be amazed what you can buy on the Hastings market. Um, and the fact that uh, Kennedy Stewart is front runner for the mayor of Vancouver, uh, beating me by <laughs> just a slight margin. Just a little margin. I'm uh, deadlocked. I'm not even in the. No one's talking about me anymore. There's 27 people running for mayor now. Do you know what your standing is? I'm nowhere. I'm not even there anymore. <laughs> I'm 26. I'm at 27th. I'm 28th. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead in the water. I, you know, the hospitalization and the not having my only connection to social media really kind of killed my campaign. I will throw my support behind one of the candidates soon. I, I did promise Kennedy Stewart it would be him, so... I guess it's going to have to be. <laughs> I um, appreciate it because all of our listeners are going to get behind him now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I have had a host for him now. He is an NDP guy. He left He left uh, the provincial NDP to run to be our mayor. Uh, that frightens me a little bit. See, for me, it doesn't matter because they're all the, they're all the same. 
doesn't matter. NDP, Green, PC, or fucking Liberal. They're all the same shit. They really are. They're all uh, going to get into power and fuck it up, so it doesn't matter. I think so. And on a municipal level, you can't fuck up that much. So I will... I'm not going to make an official announcement yet. I know I said I'd do it by... Uh, I think I believe I said Monday, a week ago. Yeah. Um, so. so I'm I'm a week uh, later with no progress whatsoever. So uh, <laughs> I I think I'm I think I'm done. Um, I didn't get to make quite the point I wanted to, but uh, uh, getting this job opportunity I think will get me into a position where I can uh, still ruffle some feathers. Well, how next- often does the mayor? position come up for availability? Is it once every four years? It's every three. Every three years, okay. So I've got some time to prepare. And now I know the ins and outs. I've, I've learned the ropes. I know what to do next time and what not to do. Um, I've, got a, I've got a better chance. I really do. Yeah. I, I will be uh, definitely more prepared and, and have a following next time. Uh, it's funny because I've now got people coming out saying they want to fund my campaign, which is fantastic three weeks after it ended. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Take the money anyway. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> crossed my mind. I'm sorry. I actually did have uh, one ailing uh, lady who was looking to... I think she's just looking to give away her money so her kids can't have it. I honestly... Uh, <laughs> And she's just donating all kinds of crazy stuff. And she actually got in touch with me through her son. She's in the hospital. And, and uh, offered, she said to put something in that proposal together and she'll give me some of her, her wealth. So, uh, well, I say do it. Oh, I'm definitely going to. Um, I just, I, I feel, you know, I, I don't want to be dishonest with her. So I will tell her it's, it's not happening this year. Unless, of course, she doesn't know what year it is. In which case... Then uh, all bets are off. I'll, I'll tell her whatever she wants to hear and take her money. <laughs> Absolutely, because I'm all in for that. Fuck it. Well, if uh, you don't want to take the money, I'll fucking take it for you. Just <laughs> <laughs> show up at the hospital and see me. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I look different on the website. Yeah, uh, wait, yeah, you know, yeah, the internet takes off twenty pounds. I don't know, so. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Internet takes off 20, TV adds 30. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, I don't know how that works. The camera adds 10 pounds. Oh, Jesus, how many cameras were on you? Um, uh, so if I ever did that, Jesus Christ, I would just, I must, I must look like an absolute balloon. <laughs> uh, well, you photograph well, so I don't know. I've never seen you on TV. Well, that's because I photograph well from the neck up. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> hey, I like Pat James Bond. I think that I, I wanted to run with that, but of course I didn't have my phone to, to keep going with it. Uh, <laughs> but I I enjoyed your Pat James Bond picture. Or, uh, or I'm I'm still pissed. I can't believe the fucking thing came out sideways. What the uh, hell was the, that? Batman in black. Or there's so so many uh, fat, nice nice handsome guy in suit. The thing is, you do look awesome. It's an awesome picture, and you're you're good looking. You're a good looking guy. You photograph well like that. So uh, it'll be yeah. interesting to see when this becomes a TV show, which I'm sure is any minute now. And I and I'm pretty sure that from now on, no matter what picture comes up of me, it's going to be sideways. Oh, definitely. Yeah, people will be bunch sideways pictures of Gord for a while, and that'll be the next big trend. But you can <laughs> you can uh, you can always redo them with pictures of my hair, which will come up. Mm-hmm. It only goes sideways. Dude, that should be a new app. The Eric Eric Hairdo app. The Eric Hairdo app? 
Yeah, and uh, then you just post your picture, and then it'll bulge your head off and give you your haircut. That would be quite amazing. I, you know what? If you can make it happen. <laughs> I come up with the ideas. I can't act them out. I have no idea how to pull that shit off. Yeah, me either. I keep, I'm still working on our uh, app. Um, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. But I am uh, actually uh, devoted to uh, getting our website up and running, which has been horribly neglected. I still can't even get my own website going. But there is an Is It Just Me website, and I will be updating it. Perfect. And, and uh, uh, we do have a new email uh, that I should give out. Oh, what's our new email? And I, uh, I, I it is just me. 42. <laughs> <laughs> it and is just me. It is just me. <laughs> 42 <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> it is just That's me. Great. It is just me. <laughs> um, you know, they change every month or so. so <laughs> but for now, it's, it is just me. <laughs> is it just me? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is just me. Yeah, I got the answer. <laughs> Not, uh, not the answer we're looking for at the end of the day, but... It is still an answer nonetheless. I, I want it to be. And uh, you know what, guys? Uh, let us know that it's not just us. We're back now. Please uh, <laughs> send in that first email. <laughs> <laughs> Please. It is just me, 42, <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, or, you know, 604-655-9630, or uh, Anchor.fm, or go to any one of the 40 sites we're on. They all have a uh, comment section. Leave a comment. Do something to let us know you're listening. Um, and we will try to be on a couple of times a week if we can. <laughs> we're, I definitely want to put a little more of a focus with this again. Um, now, with this new job, with me... Um, I'll be working like I think three days a week or like 10 hour days okay and then plus I still have the hour drive there and the hour drive home right so it's going to make for some long days so a couple of those days I, I, I just won't be able to do the podcast and be too too burnt out from which is fine I, around. <laughs> so I think what we can do is probably uh, there's no need to really discuss this in front of everybody but I think we could probably maybe even cut down a uh, you know, I won't, I won't advertise it as a five day a week event, and uh, maybe make it uh, three, three or four, more manageable. Yeah. Give me more time to edit properly and and put out a nicer yeah. product. Yeah, and we'll get the uh, we'll, we'll we'll work on some uh, little better timelines and uh, get more of a fixed schedule for it, sort of thing. Because that's one of the big things is this is going to be a. I'll have a, instead of my random schedule, which is all over the place right now, it's going to be a set schedule for the most part. So That's very cool. And so that'll make uh, life a lot easier. And I can be doing, like, social work hours. So I'll be, like, Monday to Friday, 9 to 11 or something. <laughs> <laughs> 9 to 9.30. <laughs> 9 to 9.30 with a 15-minute break. <laughs> and a 45-minute lunch. <laughs> exactly. And when we were scheduling my appointment for tomorrow, um, we we had I was her schedule was like that. I was like, "What time do you start?" Oh, I start at eleven on Mondays, and then I go for lunch at twelve. And I said, "How's twelve thirty? Oh, well, twelve thirty is when uh, you have lunch. Oh, yeah, you're right. So we can't do that. We worked out it's gonna be five thirty p.m. 
<laughs> because we have we leave four thirty. Oh, <laughs> we have we have some not important random thing. Each of us have something between eleven and five that uh, is completely avoidable and could be rescheduled, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> I cannot I wait. Why it takes so long to get anything done. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these, uh, you know, well, I'll have to see when I'm available. The answer is always, but we're going to make up some reason we're not. No. Um, I can't wait to be on the inside of this. It's going to be fantastic. And and build a government for everything I do. (laughs) You know, one industry I've always been extremely curious about is the pharmaceutical industry, not in the sense of the guys making the pills. I'm literally talking about when you go to the pharmacy, why it takes them 45 minutes to count out 19 pills. Yeah, there, and there's always two of them, and one of them seems to be doing nothing. Yeah, always. And I don't understand. I remember having a conversation with, uh, I had a conversation with my mom about this a few years ago, about this very thing. And she's like, well, they do it specifically because it takes, they have to account for the rush orders that can come through. And I'm thinking, yeah, but it, you're, you're talking about counting at a maximum of about a hundred pills. Yeah. That will take you about a minute. It should. If you take your time. (laughs) Yeah. I I just, I don't understand this concept of why it is. I go in for a prescription. I'm like, okay, I need my doctor gave a prescription for 30 of these pills and I have to come back in an hour. Yeah. And God forbid you have two prescriptions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's three hours. Yeah, what? what? <laughs> I'm sure they're close to each other. Pharmacies are not that big. No, exactly. They're I probably mean, right next to each other on the shelf. <laughs> Get your partner to help you. I'm sure we can do this in under 15 minutes, guys. I just it's, it, it boggles my mind because I mean, I, I just I I can't think of a feasible excuse as to why it takes so long to count a couple of pills and print out a label. Well, I, the only thing I can imagine is that they probably bill by the hour. Like they bill, if, they, if they're paid by the government, the same as doctors are, maybe they get paid by the hour. They have to bill by the hour. So, you know, if they're finished all their work in 20 minutes, that doesn't look good. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're a pharmacy. I mean, people are coming in all day long. So, I mean, and that's what I don't understand. I mean, like you'd want to be able to, because if you have a fast turnaround rate, it's the same as the gas station. You know, speaking of gas, by the way, oh, fuck it, we'll get in the gas in a minute. I just, it just, if you have a pharmacy that can count your pills and you have a person that comes and says, here's my prescription, okay, hang on a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen, nine, twenty. 12, uh, Print off the label, stick it on the pill bottle, put the pills in the bottle. Okay, there you go. That was like a minute. Yeah, but, but maybe you can only bill for one minute for that. Whereas uh, if it takes you a half an hour, then you bill for a half an hour and you get paid, you know, for however long it takes. I, I, that's what I'm assuming. If that's the way it works, I mean, would it not just be better to just pay a person an hourly wage? Yes, of course it would. Be, I mean, they'd just be a lot more efficient and they could pop off ten times the amount of prescriptions in that same time period. But if we operated uh, on being efficient and doing things in ways that make sense, 90% of the government would be out of business. 
Yeah, that's fucking true. You know, 100 is what Doug Ford is trying to get rid of. <laughs> 110 new departments have opened since Justin Trudeau took office. These are 110 new departments. What? what now, it's, it's God only knows what they do. Um, maybe look at they analyze pharmacist bills all day. I don't know. I don't know. But 110 new government departments. What could they possibly be doing? I know that uh, a good portion of them were on the uh, marijuana legalization uh, thing. Well, what the hell are 110 different departments doing about this bill? It doesn't... Yeah, well, that, by the way, that brings up a fucking sore spot for me. Sure, of course. In Ontario, I am flabbergasted with how they are fucking handling and what policies they put into play in order to run this legal marijuana business. Isn't it hilarious? And each province gets to do their own little... Uh, yeah, but on... Their own sort of, yeah, but here's a fucked up thing about Ontario. In Ontario, and because I, I actually read this in the fucking paper, and I couldn't believe it. You're not allowed to tell the people the THC strength. Think about that for a second. That makes no sense. Why would you not want to know? So here's what you're not allowed to do. Because you're not allowed to tell the, the, the history lineage of the strains, which means if I go in and get, say, uh, Purple God, I can't say that that came from God strain and Purple Kush. Right. You can't put that lineage on there because, I, I, well, there is no fucking reason. It's, it's stupid. So you don't yeah. know the history of the strain, which means you don't know the type of high you're going to get. You can't put down the type of high you're going to get. You're not allowed to do that. And you're not allowed to tell the person how potent it is. Well, Why would you put the... Could you imagine buying your fucking... You're going to go in and buy a fucking... I need... I don't know. I, I need Percocet. Okay. I'm going to give you these pills. But I'm not going to tell you... I'll tell you what the name of it. But I'm not going to tell you what the dosage is or the strength. Well, I would imagine because it's going to be weak as shit. Well, yeah, but it makes no sense. Like, you want... like. When, ah, when I go to, when I go in BC, when you walk into a dispensary in BC, you know, there's a description. Oh, of course. You know the whole history of it. You, you have a, a generalized idea of what they, I mean, I know you can't get an exact THC count yet. That has to be done plant for plant for plant. Right. I understand that. But what you can do is you can do a thing where it says we ran when we, because you have to, I mean, you should have to test every plant, every time when you take, when you grow your strains of weed, say you've got, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a number, say you've got 200 plants per, of, per strain. Right. Out of that 200, if you do 10 tests out of that 200, 10 random plants, grab a fucking nugget from each one, do a testing on it, test it for your pesticides, test it for your, 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 your uh, organic quality of it, make sure everything's clean and fresh and healthy and that there's no batching in it, check for molds. But you also check for the THC count, you check for the CBD count, you check for the CBN count. You do all these tests so that you have a generalized idea. So you can put down and say, this is going to be a THC count between 18 and 21%. It's going to be between 15 and 18%. You give a generalized because it gives people a basic understanding of the strength of what they're getting into. Of course. Because I've smoked shit that's sitting at 27% THC, and that stuff fucks you up. Right. 
And if it wasn't labeled as it's going to fuck you up and you can't tell somebody it's going to fuck them up, then somebody's going to smoke a joint with their buddies. And next thing you know, you're going to have some a bunch of people that can't handle their shit and it's going to make a mess of the whole system. And I think this is the whole point of it. They want people to green out. They want people to get that quote unquote overdose that they call as weed, which lasts all of about three hours. Right. Where you just feel as a true green out, you basically just feel slightly woozy. You can't stay awake. And you just want to lay down and sleep. Right. Wow, what a what a, what an overdose. Are you gonna <laughs> I, I'm at a five percent warning here and as I said I can't I can't charge this particular phone yet. I will try to rectify this problem. Um are are you around tomorrow night to discuss this more? Because I would really like to get into this topic in a big, big way with you. I would love to get into this one. Uh tomorrow night is what, Monday? Um Yes, I will make myself available. Okay, let's uh, let's pick it up again tomorrow. Just because I don't want to get cut off in the middle of something that I actually find really interesting. Um, I love this pot thing. I've been following it from day one of this podcast, and I it's something I want to keep up on right till the end. Um, Absolutely, it's because the biggest boom since fucking computers hit in the fucking seventies and early eighties, I mean, and, and being done completely in the worst way imaginable as far as I can tell in in every yeah. province um, not just Ontario all you do is look at BC and call it a day that's all you do hey BC how you doing it okay done problem solved yeah but even BC is uh, doing it wrong in a, in a lot of ways now well yeah um, because they're changing the policy they're changing how they're, how they're doing it if you don't change what's being done that's been working for the last five years then fucking leave it alone yeah yeah, but that was the whole point was to change the way it's been done because the government's not making enough money off the way it's being done. Because they weren't taxing it. All you do is just add a tax. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but but that doesn't take 110 different departments. So, you know, there's a whole lot of people out of work. Yeah. You know, when they just get them high and they can go get their own fucking job. When they talk about the percentage of new jobs that every new government creates, they don't mention how many of those are just government insider jobs they've created that only last for as long as the government is in and then yeah. they're then they're gone again. That's it's right. a funny little thing that you know, it's what they don't say, really. Yeah. It's like what they it's like what they uh what people would say about like a bad drummer. It's they're a bad guitar player. It's not what he plays, it's what he doesn't play. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. People used to say about Ringo Starr. It's not, what he, it's not what he plays, it's what he doesn't play. It's what he doesn't play that makes him suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he doesn't play. You mean the drums properly. Yeah, that, that part of it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ringo. God damn it. Ringo away, you suck. Um... All right. Uh, on that note, I am going to just uh, probably cut it short here so that we don't get cut off mid-sentence because yep, I hate when that happens. No, understandable. And uh, thanks for doing this. It's good to be back. It's great to be back. I am very happy. I'm very excited, and I'm looking forward to our uh, newly formed future with this. Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe a little break was good. It kind of uh, reinvigorated me a bit, so... Exactly. I'm looking forward to talking all things pot-related tomorrow, because I haven't actually researched uh, what the other provinces are up to lately uh, since Saskatchewan made their big announcements a couple months ago when we talked about that. It's been it's been about that long since we talked about it at all, so I'm excited. Yeah, so we'll have to re-catch up on all that. Definitely. And uh, what, in the meantime, let's try to have some personal chat tomorrow at some point before we go on the air. 
Absolutely. All right, my man. Uh, sorry to have to cut it short, but, um, you know, we've got to get right. back into everything, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot. Um, I hope it's not too cold in the cemetery. I know things are changing fast here. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm loving this chillier weather. It's awesome. The other night it was like six degrees. I slept like a fucking baby. It was amazing. Oh, okay. Well, good then. Mm. Fantastic. Open windows, fan on. I get to see my breath at night. It's fantastic. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I'm I'm already freezing. So oh, I'm I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. I got a bed that's designed to keep me cold as well. Oh, I'm loving life right now. It's oh, I'm glad to hear it. I'm gonna go uh, find a hat. <laughs> and that's going to be my night. Um, but I'll post that picture before I do. Yes, please. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's so entertaining. All right, man. Uh, it really is. I will okay, talk to you again tomorrow night. You will. Have a good and, night. And uh, everybody else who's been listening, uh, we're going to do this again about the same time tomorrow. So until then, take care of each other. Be good, everybody. <laughs> All right, man. All right, brother. Have a good night. We'll uh, I'll give you a text at some point tomorrow. That sounds good, buddy. All right, brother. All right, take care, man. Bye. Okay. All right. Did I hang up?